You know we had to do a podcast, right? What's your name, fat body? Yeah, of course, you're a second food. What the I'm going to eat it. You owe me for one jelly donut! Fat motherfucker. Listen to it. My wife said no one's going to laugh so I've got bigger titties than you did! Bullshit, because nobody fucking had geese back at that point for a bigger guy. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I might be somebody's shot of whiskey. You can't think about, hey, I need to lose 100 pounds and think about winning that day. Fucking, I want a cheeseburger and a milkshake. Yo, what's up, Fat Leets, and welcome to episode 22 of the Fat Boy Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Fat Boy, and uh, here to let you know... Get your ghee money ready Friday, October 13th. Another batch of ghees drop. We have the return of the Oreo wafer ghee and the new version. Um, double stuffed. It is in white. It looks amazing. Uh, and not only are these ghees, you know, right now, nobody else has them. Um... In in uh, in regular size, actually, there's one, an A2, and my son has another one. Other than that, the only geese made are A2 Fat Boys, A4 Fat Boys. Um, the A2Hs are back. Uh, the A2, the Fat Boy A2 Huskies are have arrived, and I have introduced a new size. It is Fat Boys Jiu-Jitsu's A4 Husky. Wait, wait, wait. Let me say that again. I don't think you guys heard me. We are introducing a new size. The Fat Boy Jiu-Jitsu's A4 Husky. There you go. That's right. Yep. The, um... With with a couple of versions of the geese before, um, had a couple of fat boys ordering them, and the A four the fat boy was uh was just too big, and they're you know still in between sizes where a, a normal A four or A five was kind of like either too big or, or 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 just not right. So um, releasing this uh, A four husky, um, hopefully uh, you guys like it. So you know we got the geese coming out this weekend. Um, the podcast now is being downloaded in 16 countries. Um, thank you guys. Thank you very much. Hold on, hold on. Let me give you, yes, an applause for that. Thank you. 16 countries, you know, it's, uh, we're growing guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, appreciate all the feedback. Uh, if you guys can help me out, uh, comment, leave a review on, on iTunes or um, your Google Play apps, you know, whatever whatever app you're using, um, 
that'd be uh that'd be very helpful. So what's been going on in my life? Why haven't I been able to record a podcast for you guys? You know, I'm kind of ashamed a that I haven't or, or set aside time because oh oh shit, hold on, something's happening. Somehow I was opening a, a thousand tabs and in Chrome and uh I didn't know what the hell was going on. I guess one of my uh, my cables was hitting a button on on the keyboard. But before Sunday, um I'm recording this podcast Tuesday night, by the way. But uh before Sunday, my my wife and uh, my daughter had been uh out of the state. She went to go visit her family and spend some time with them before uh heading back to work. Uh that uh that maternity leave is is coming to an end, and she wanted, uh, you know, we don't know when the last time she's going to, or the next time she's going to have a vacation. Um, Pretty soon we're going to be moving, so with all that, you know, she said, uh, she brought up the idea, hey, do you mind if I go? And um, I told her, no, it it really didn't bother me, and and I said, yeah, I'd handle everything here. Just go, you know, have fun. and I knew I was going to miss them like crazy. I miss my daughter like crazy. But it definitely was a great bonding time with my son. Um, he ended up actually, in during this time, we were supposed to um, go to a friend's wedding. And I ended up going, I went with my son. My son was my uh, my plus one. He, uh, um he enjoyed himself. There's a you know a couple of his little friends, uh, or you know, my, well my friends' kids are were there, so he wasn't alone. And um, he he read a, he read a book while we were uh, right before the wedding started. But man, he was looking so dapper. Um, and uh, I was, you know, it, it felt like it was. Uh, I don't I don't want to say coming out because that's uh. It, it it was like a, a, a an episode of makeover right so i come out and you know a lot of these uh, friends haven't seen me in 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 quite some time so they see a juan that's you know damn near 90 pounds less than 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 the last time they saw me and let me tell you i am and and it was it's probably a fraction of what some people, you know, hear all the time. But hearing at the, you know, at the wedding, hey, man, you look good, man. You're doing a great job. That shit gets addicting, and that's you know, and then so in a couple of other podcasts, I tell you about you know how not not to cheat and whatever like that right there. The the and while it probably sounds vain as hell. But the fact that, you know, someone sees and says, damn, you're doing good, um, is so powerful. It it really is. And it it can keep, to me, it keeps me on track. It keeps me motivated, right? And I think it, 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 it stems from, you know, like my previous attempts at weight loss, how, you know, Man, I would fucking bust my ass, and yes, you're, you're right. You know, I, I would fucking eat, and, and and always be starving. And you know that one time you you go and you fucking cheat and whatnot, and so you gain all you gain the weight back, and and you're busting your ass, 
and you know you're busting your ass and people may see you busting your ass but because you never get any real results you know it's like you do all this hard work and you get no payoff and and now you know the payoff for you know for for part of it is is people telling me man you look good you're doing great it's that it helps keep me on track and and goddamn is it a fucking confidence boost it really is and and just you know confirmation of you know yeah shit can be difficult and you know this is why you're not eating shit anymore this is why you cannot cheat this is why you know you have to stay strict in what you're doing you know and don't if that's it, you know my motivation is fucking vanity right now right so fucking what you don't knock my motivation it's it, it's getting me where i want to be right or where i plan to be or where i will be right so you know fucking mo- the motivation ain't like it's uh or you know being addicted to being told you look good is not really fucking you know it's not like i'm hurting anybody right so Oh, but don't you think I know when motherfuckers are being condescending too? You can fucking smell your snake asses out. Ooh, that's a snake. They mean snake. That's that was such hateful. Um, nah, it's not not snakes. How do I say? You you just know when someone's not being fucking genuine, and that's like okay, I you know don't condescend me, man. I know. Yeah, no, you know, it is what it is, right? So, what I did want to, you know, I know last podcast I brought up how much um, or what the what the percentages were reading off of the scale at that time, right? So, well, I wanted to say since I started keto, all right, I started keto June twenty eighth. Um, you can go back to that podcast and. Legit, that very next day, said, fuck it, that's what I'm starting it. Um, between January and June 28th, which was 178 days, um, so from June, from that day to today is 103 days, right? So for the first 178 days, just eating uh low fat you know moderate carbs moderate protein or just you know the standard american diet or the standard fucking whatever the fuck that is i I don't even know anymore um i'm fucking between learning about keto then you know i had all my paleo shit fucking thing uh your zone diets fuck man i i still i get shit mixed up all the fucking time still and um but you know, actually, in um, in that, like, not in what to eat. That I actually have on point, and I'm fucking really good at it to the point where I, I guess, as much as I want to be one of those people who meal preps for a week, that's not me. Um, and I love the idea. I know the idea behind it. You you know for a hundred percent. Know what you're gonna eat. 
you know, how much you're going to eat and stuff. And I'm, I don't know if I do it to, to kind of be difficult, but, uh, every day I'm, I, I don't know what I'm going to eat. I, and I, because I don't, there's times where I don't feel like I need to eat, so I won't eat. Um, I don't want to stress about making sure, oh, I have to eat this, I have to eat this. Because, like, like I said, there's days where, you know, it's 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't eat today. Um, fucking get some almonds or, or, or something and just fucking keep on powering through to, to dinner, you know? But I've gotten to a place where that works for me. So, back to what I was saying. So, in 178 days, the first 178 days of the year, I lost 36 pounds. I've lost 40 in 103 going keto. And to me, they were the hardest 40. They're the 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 make it or break it 40. The 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 ones that you know the 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 once unobtainable weight. That's what, you know, that fucking area between 300 and 330 was. It, it was always that. And while they've always been, the you know, the hardest weight to lose. This time, it's almost, it really has been the easiest to me... Well, looking back, I guess during it, it was it felt hard and it was difficult just adapting to eating, you know, 70 plus percent of, of, of my macros just in fats. Right. And and not just fats, good fats. Right. That's that's important. And I know with that, you know, there's uh, sometimes it's it's a little hard. I don't know if it's harder and more expensive. I think I think it balances out sometimes because while some of, you know, avocados, fucking avocados are expensive, right? And I got this, and I'm a little upset. We have this uh, avocado tree in our backyard. It seeds, or seeds, it um, it blossoms, it fruits uh, avocados, but they never ripen. Never. And I don't know if it's... <coughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. That part of that cough is still kind of lingering. Um, and by the way, thank you for powering through. If you power through um, episode 21, uh, I, I sounded horrible. Thank you for uh, for making it through it and not, you know, not blasting me too bad for that episode. And I don't know where I was thinking. Like I, I was talking. And I would just jump back and forth. Well, I typically jump back and forth because I can't, you know, that whole train of thought just bounces everywhere, right? So, but I, I listened to the podcast. I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Thank you. How do I have six, you know, people in 16 different countries downloading? Thank you. Appreciate it. This, uh, I'm like a believer now. Um, I used to. When I first started keto, I had this idea. I was like, well, you know what? If it works, I'm going to, you know, just use it. And then it, it, I think in the back of my mind, I still had it as, well, I'm just going to use it until I get where I want to be. 
And I'm going to eat back whatever I want once I get to where I want to be. And in these last three months, I've, I, it, it taught me a lot about it and taught a lot me, uh, taught me a lot about myself. Right. And I think it, this is, I used to think, um, watching what I ate a hundred percent of the time was so difficult. It always felt like a fucking chore. And now it's, uh, it's fucking very easy. I mean, you know, I even the other day and, and I don't expect everybody to do this. I'm doing this because, because I want to challenge myself. Right. Um, and someone at, uh, or well, the, the, the director of our office, he wanted to buy drinks for everybody to celebrate on Friday, uh, a couple won a couple of huge projects, um, and it, it was celebratory, right? He wanted to, to invite everybody to some drinks, so he gets some, uh, some beer and stuff like that, and he even goes, you know what, I'm like, I'm gonna get something very light, you know, because, uh, he wanted me to drink, and, and brings beer, and, you know, everybody's drinking, and they're like, you're not gonna drink? And I'm like, no, nah, I just, I really don't feel like it. Part of me, part of it was, um, I knew I was gonna go to jujitsu. Right after, when not right after work, yeah, right after work. Um, but I just didn't want to fucking have that shit in my body, really. I, I just know it's not a, it would have made me feel shitty while I was grappling. And I actually, um, I just want to test my game. I, I want to focus on, on my jujitsu, so... I'm I like no, and mainly because I'm able to do more positions, put positions that before had been I had written off because there was no way I was doing them at the weight that I was. There was just it wasn't happening, and it was just like you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna do this and play top and. Once I once I get side control, my fat ass, uh, you know, put put fucking pressure. There's you're not. There's nothing you're gonna do about it. You're just gonna sit there and eventually die under my weight. So I, you know, I tried to be different, but now I'm I'm actually, you know, fucking working, and it's it it feels amazing. So I like. I don't feel the need to drink, you know, just for that. Like, I understand that's celebratory, and yeah, that's great. I just, man, I, you know, I want to focus on on this, and you know, people at the office they fuck. I, it looks like I'm a commer, a commer, ah, commud, a commud, curmudgeon. Jesus Christ, that took me fucking forever. What the fuck? Fucking, you know antisocial and it's like i don't have to drink to fucking have fun and i already broke it like i feel i can drink whenever the fuck i want and stop whenever i want um i just don't want to right now and uh so don't i know how easy it is to you know someone say fuck you know just drink with us and and you don't want to be the odd man. You don't want to be like. You don't want to seem like you're not trying to be a team player or anything like that. You know what? Fucking if you just 
set up, you know, what you want. And if that's not what you want to do, don't do it. And don't let anybody talk you into it. It took me a while to learn this, right? And this is part of my whole no cheat day thing. If the way I look at it, I I say, you know, I'm doing keto, right? And you kind of start cheating or you cheat here and there. And you think, well, you know, it's not so bad, right? Just put that into perspective. So you're telling yourself it's okay to kind of um, break a promise to myself, right? Say, say you you know, you have this this goal in mind, and you have this shit. Now I'm how I'm thinking about it. I'm I'm hope, hopefully I can actually make the point. You have this goal. You have this lifestyle you want to do. You should respect yourself enough to maintain it, right? If your word is bond, right, then it should be bond to yourself as well. You shouldn't, just because it's between you, you shouldn't let that shit slide. Now, if you had a friend and they constantly told you they were going to do something, and they constantly fucking blew you off, didn't fucking, you know, didn't stay true to their word. That shit eventually gets um, annoying, and you start losing respect to that person or, or, or whatnot, and, you know, you're, you shouldn't allow that from somebody else. Because you don't allow that somebody else to fucking disrespect you like that, why should you allow yourself to do it? So if you're going to tell yourself, look, I'm going to eat this way, here's the point. If you're going to tell yourself, I'm doing this, this is my lifestyle now, fucking have the self-respect to do it. And yeah, I fucking cheated not too, you know, two weeks ago. You're right. And now I'm... I, you know, I haven't since. And not only have I, I haven't since, I was listening to another podcast. Um, I think it was the, the Keto Evangelist one. And it was uh, Dr. Bruce Fife. And, well, his years of research um, leads him to state that uh, his findings that, that Stevia is not um, the miracle that uh, that a lot of us thought, thought it was or, you know, people think it is. You know, it's not the greatest um, thing for you. But you know what? Here's If that's going to help you through it, by all means. However, his research shows that the sweetener itself still causes the same insulin response. Well, not the same. Still causes an insulin response. And the whole point of trying not to um, have sugar and, and, and no, you know, no carbs or anything in, in your diet is to 
stop, you know, to stop that insulin response. So it's kind of counterintuitive, right? Um, and let me tell you, I probably butchered all his, uh, his findings, um, but definitely check it out yourself. Um, but I've decided that, uh, that I'm going to challenge myself into not using as much stevia. And that was, uh, that happened kind of last week, right? Um, I want to say somewhere around Wednesday or Thursday, I, um, text a friend and I told him, you know what, listen to this podcast, this is what he's claiming, you know, about stevias and stuff, and I'm going to try, and, and not, and it's not because of, it's not 100% just saying, you know, his research saying that it's going to cause the insulin response. I'm, I look at it like if I don't want to eat, um, or I'm not going to introduce sugar to my diet or whatnot, using something that mimics that, I mean, it's just fucking, it's cheating, right? I mean, I'm not going to use that substance. I'm just going to use something that resembles that or gives you that feeling. So I said the next day, I go, you know what? I'm going to, when I do my coffee in the morning, I'm not going to use uh, stevia. So I make the coffee and I go to grab the stevia and I'm like, oh shit, that's right, I'm not going to do it. And let me tell you, I was using the shit out of some stevia. I was buying the, I don't, I don't even know if it's, it's just a little glass bottle with a, with an eyedropper, right? It's a $20 bottle. So it had... I want to say it's had like a couple ounces in there, maybe one or two ounces. But the eyedropper, when I would make my coffee in the morning, they say that fucking thing is 576 servings. Well, let me tell you how many servings I would get out that motherfucker. Maybe 30, maybe 40. I would fill that fucking eyedropper so much and just squirt. Like three or four squirts into coffee. And I was like, oh, this shit's good. Yeah. Man, that's what I would, that's how I would drink it. So you look at it like, yeah, you know, that you are just using this sweetener and it's just, uh, you're using this, uh, a sugar substance. And let me try to see if I can get away from that. You know, I've already kind of gotten away from, from wanting and craving breads. Let me see if I can get away from this. Uh, so Thursday, make that coffee. And like I said, I wanted to put it in there. I was like, man, maybe let me go one more day. So that first coffee, that first couple sips, I was like, eh, it's, it's different, bitter, but, um, I've never, ever, 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 first of all, before going keto, I could probably count, well, I was going to say I can probably count the amount of times on my hands that I actually made my, well, I probably could actually, the amount of times I made myself coffee as an early morning drink to drink maybe five times, five times in my life, I made myself coffee, 
to to wake up and drink. Now, I drank Starbucks some, uh, man, you know what, though? Those were fucking delicious. A venti iced white chocolate mocha, and I used to get two more shots in that motherfucker. And I wouldn't drink those for coffee. Those were fucking... That, those are fucking smoothies. Those are those are desserts, really. And I know I looked once, and I saw the ridiculous amount of calories that fucking thing is. But um, man, those that, that those were my jammy jams. But um, so obviously I'm I was a I'm addicted to sweet shit, right? And I said uh, I wanted to get away, I I want to get away from that, and luckily. I've, I'm succeeding. Um, I put, you know, my butter, my coconut oil, two, uh, two tablespoons of uh, heavy whipping cream. Blend that motherfucker. Just wait a couple minutes because it's probably it's still piping hot usually. And uh, man, actually enjoying it more without the sweetener. I'm enjoying the flavor of the actual coffee. And it's um, fucking delicious. So, like I said, I've been doing good on that, right? This week I uh, had a doctor's visit. My um, scheduled a, a physical, right? Because I haven't haven't seen him in a while. Uh, scheduled a physical, and mainly because my my I I I want to know how my endocrine system is doing. Um, I told you guys a while ago, the, uh, I had went to see that doctor. He was wanting to get me on testosterone. Well, um, I had, you know, obviously ran out with the birth of my daughter. I didn't want to start fucking putting on more gel. So I go see him sometime in late, late July. Um, he does blood work. My while my um, testosterone levels were a little elevated, were elevated from before. Um, they still weren't where he wanted them, so he said, "Well, I'm going to give you another prescription." You know, yada yada. Well, it turns out my new insurance company, and it's you know no fault. Oh, my insurance doesn't cover it, and the doctor. The good doctor doesn't want to prescribe a different medicine. He is set in his way. And the insurance is obviously set in theirs. And I'm stuck between these fucking idiots. And he doesn't want to change the medicine. They don't want to pay. And I'm sure as hell not fucking paying $700 a month for or for this shit. So... They got me fucked up. I, I'll just have low T and be fine. Um, so saw the doctor, and first off, she goes, "Holy shit!" She goes, "You're a different person." And I go, "Yeah." I go, "Yeah." I, I lost a few pounds. She, and you know, she's um, she asked me, "So what did you do? How much? You know, you do exercising more and stuff like that?" I go, "I'm actually exercising less." And she looks at me like, 
<laughs> so I start telling her, you know, I'm eating keto. She goes, oh, okay. And I don't know if this was the first time she's ever heard about it. Um, it might have been because um, I, I, I later asked her, I go, you know, what do you know about, you know, have you ever um, told anybody to, or to eat keto or whatever? Or, you know, have you any of your other patients? And, and she kind of, I think, I think she was kind of um, saying that she heard it before. I don't think she has. Um, but she wasn't knocking it. And, and I, I thought, like I said, I've had other doctors before where, you know, if it wasn't their way, they're like, no, I don't want to see you. Don't do this shit. Nope. Um, so what really amazed me, she was just like, no, um, okay, let's do your, let's do a comprehensive panel. And the great thing about this is, so I had blood work done at the end of March. Before I started keto. Then. Two and a half weeks into. Or well it was like three. Three weeks into keto. I had blood work done. And now. Post three months. I'm going to have blood work done. So I'm going to be able to see. My biomarkers change. Or hopefully. And the best part about this is. I want to. I want to see what going keto has done for and losing the bunch of weight has simply done for my testosterone alone. Um, I hear, or I hear, I've read, well, no, I do hear because it's, it's been podcast and, and, and I don't do, uh, haven't done much reading about keto and, and testosterone, but the um, claims are that it helps raise testosterone naturally so that uh that lab is scheduled for later on this week so i probably won't probably be a week or two before i actually get the blood work back from that but you know it's exciting to to be able to see and you know and it's just dumb luck that i i didn't plan this um it's dumb luck and you know and, and i was talking to the like i said talking to the doctor and when she said um you know, we were talking about the blood work, and then I told her, listen, I go, I know, and you're hearing this from me secondhand, I'm not a physician, you know, this was one of the many keto podcasts that I listen to, like uh, the Keto Evangelist, uh, the Keto Athlete, uh, Keto Savage podcast, um, all great resources, um, and it was in one of those podcasts, one of the doctors was talking about how when you start a, a ketogenic diet, some, some, and most, and not in most, and some people, um, your LDL, or what people perceive as your bad cholesterol, tends to go up. While all the other biomarkers um, get better, that tends to rise. Um, and while... Most people see that and they start to panic. Um, that alone, just the elevated LDL is not reason a reason to you know leave the keto diet. Okay, um, within the LDL, 
there's two lipid proteins, um, ApoA and ApoB, and apparently the the quantity of ApoA and ApoB and the ratio of that is what's more important than just the number of LDL. One of the lipid proteins is like smooth, cloudy, and it's really good for um, for your body and everything because it's th- that cloudiness is is fat, and it's going to where it needs to go. While the other lipid protein is like jagged and stuff, and rough, and that and that's the one that causes blockages and stuff. So it's that ratio and that difference that's actually more important than the LDL number. So I I explained that way better right now than what I did to the doctor. And she was like, well, we'll just look and, and see what happens. So I'm hoping that I kind of piqued her, uh, her interest too. And I know from listening to other people that most doctors would just, well, follow this diet and not, and they won't actually tell you specifically, which is, I don't know. I guess doctors I have had before, or I guess they always say, you know, the, the fucking six, what is it, six servings of healthy grains, low fat, amount of protein, and, uh, you know, starchy vegetables and sh- whatever. So that diet, that, that food pyramid shit. So as soon as I know the the outcome, uh, I'll let you guys know what uh, what it looks like and what uh, what what good things um, we see in the, in the biomarkers and maybe something that I should be worried about. But we'll see. Um, I wanted to before before I found uh, jujitsu. And before I started doing jujitsu, I was really big into um, biking, and I was I started off. So I didn't think, and I didn't know if there there is right now. But when was this? Early two thousand nine. So it was looking in oh eight. I was looking for a road bike, you know, a thin tire road bike, like uh, to do triathlons in. Because I thought I was like, man, you know what? I had seen at that point five or six different people who who donned a, a, a road bike and and either started doing um, biathlons or, or triathlete uh, triathlons and and lost a bunch of weight and and I was like, you know what? Let me try this. So the well, the ones that probably did hold my weight and could were that were strong enough were, you know, in the one to two thousand dollar range and I was not willing to spend one or two thousand dollars on a fucking bike. I mean I would spend seven eight because that's what I did but I wasn't gonna spend over a fucking thousand dollars for a fucking bike. That's um man I know someone who, who fucking has Probably, probably twenty thousand dollars in bike, in bikes, and he's got you know he's got some badass ones. And he's legit got one for for every occasion, and um, 
so I took a biking because I said, you know what? Well, it's cardio exercise. It's exercise, cardio. I'm outside. Um, it. I'm sitting down. My seated cardio, right? I love my seated cardio, and it's not going to be bad for my uh, for my knees because I know, like, you know, so fucking heavy that every time I would run, I'd, I'd hurt myself. Well, not hurt myself, but it would just hurt. My knees would fucking hurt, and it probably. You ever see that South Park episode where Kyle becomes a basketball player and has balls in his knees, and he jumps and. That's that. I think that's what my knees felt like every time I was running. So, you know, I started I started mountain biking and um, and it, and it wasn't really mountain biking, right? Um, I started off just doing uh, uh the same route every day. I would drive up to this mall and then ride the bike. It'd be between I want to say. Five, five and a half miles to a lake around the lake. And it was a, the, the lake was like two miles around and then back. So what's that? Seven, five, 12 miles. So it'd be 12 miles. And I did it almost every day, legit four times a week. And then on, on the weekends, I would do longer um, rides and up to... 30, 40 miles. And by no means was I the fastest or anything, but I was, I could do it and, you know, it would take me forever. So I was talking myself into doing a race. Um, and this, this, man, the fact that I even thought about this at that time is probably scary, but it's good at the same time because, you know, you, you want, you, my friend Jim used to always tell me, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. And look, that might have been his. I'm telling you who I heard it from. So if it's not his, yo, my bad. You know, smack him for not quoting people. But so, you know, the first time I heard it, he was the one telling me that. And uh, so I... I said, you know what? Maybe I can I can sign up for this race, and I was trying to work towards towards that. So the race is called La Ruta de los Conquistadores, and it's it's like a, it's a three stage, uh, and by state you know three stages a three day event. It's about two hundred and fifty something miles through Costa Rica, from the Pacific to the Gulf. Well, it's actually not the golf. Sorry, it is. They're calling it. They're saying the Atlantic, but that looks more like the Caribbean Sea. Um, but anyways, it's you know across Costa Rica. So day one is a hundred and ten kilometers and about three thousand four hundred meters of elevation change. Okay. Um, for us Americans, uh, and I'm reading it cause the, it's in Spanish, so it's fucking in meters. It's one, uh, I'm sorry, 11,200 feet of elevation changes. All right. And you have 11, uh, 11 and a half hours to complete it. Day two is 49 miles 
with 8,200 feet of elevation changes. And you have 11 hours and 45 minutes to complete it. And day three is 75 miles with 2,600 feet of elevation changes. And you have 10 and a half hours to complete it. Now, think about that and think about how crazy I am to think that even now I can do that. Oh, I want to do this race. And I even have a buddy who's willing to do this with me who's fucking going to go to the loony bin with me and fucking do this race because uh, he's just as crazy as I am. Um, and I'm not saying that this shit's going to happen this year. Well, it obviously won't happen this year. Um, that shit's in November, and there's no way that shit's happening. Um, it may not be next year. Um, it may not even be the year after that. But one day, I will do this fucking race. Um, I think it's... Uh, I've gotten to the point where the weight loss is not just, you know, hey, you've lost a couple pounds. I mean, it is almost life-changing weight that I've lost. Shit, it is life-changing weight. Fucking 90-something pounds, that's a fucking small human. That's that's one and a half of my kid, you know? The and I think the the change happened so subtle. Well, obviously it did. You know, I didn't fucking lose 100 pounds overnight. But because the change happened so subtle, I didn't realize a lot of things that were happening that, you know, it, that are different. And while, you know, you notice things like your agility, the fact that, you know, you can w- walk longer, you don't... Um, you can stand, you know, a lot longer, stand all day. All that shit, you know, you kind of start seeing. There's little shit like, man, I sit down, um, and, and I talk about this before, but, you know, I sit down in chairs and I'm like, oh shit, I actually fit in this chair like a normal person's supposed to. Um, and yeah, I'm still fucking fat as shit. I know this, you know, 290 uh, one pounds is not healthy for someone my size. It's, it's not, you know, my, my height. Um, but the fact that I no longer look at it like I can't lose the weight. It's just a matter of how long is it going to take me? It, it it really is. And I, I, you know, I can't stress that enough. It's, it's really, it really has changed my, changed my life. And if you are on the hook, and I know, I know starting keto blows. It it's the worst thing that you can go through, especially if you get the keto flu bad, or you you know you um, have one of those episodes that I had, and a couple of those episodes that I had in the beginning where you know I try to work out too soon into starting keto and your body feels like absolute sh- dog shit and it fucking sucks but if you you know if you just 
push through. Yeah, it's painful. It's not, and it's not even a fucking painful thing. No pain to it. It's just, it's it's actually great mental work because you're telling yourself, yes, this sucks, but I'm gonna do it. You think I want to really? I mean, I, I like it now, but you really think I want to row a five k? No, I start doing it, and then I start enjoying it as I'm doing it. I really don't want to do it. I'm lazy. I don't like work. I mean, I I like it how I feel afterwards. To find the motivation to do it sucks, and but you have to do it. You have to dig deep. You have to know, you know, that you need to get healthy. And or that I need to get healthy, right? And so this week, obviously, um, if you're a fan of comedy, you know that um, Ralphie May, um, the comedian, has passed away. Uh, apparently, he had a, a cardiac arrest. Um, you know, rest in peace, Ralphie. And, you know, his, it's just, how many more people do you need to see pass before they are your canary in a coal mine? And I listened to um, Ari Shafir's podcast, and he was talking about, you know, his friend Ralphie. And how every time he, man, it's fucking real morbid, that every time he was saying goodbye to him, he felt as if he was, or he knew he was saying goodbye to him as the, the, the last time. And that, you know, and I'll tell you, and I've said, that I knew I was at the point where I was feeling the same thing. I felt so fucking horrible. Um, and so I would fall asleep and, and and just laying on my back, my legs would fall asleep. I would have to kind of cock my hips so just so, you know, I didn't feel like I was cutting the blood to my legs. It shit fucking happened every night. And, um, I just, I noticed it was getting harder to put on my socks. Um, and, you know, I've always, I always sweat. Like, I'll, I'll take a shower, start getting ready, and, and, and start sweating. But I noticed that, I was getting sweatier for smaller stuff. And and not by smaller stuff, just you know, um smaller movements were were causing more of a I, I guess a, a heat response in the body and uh and I knew I had a I, I knew I had to you know change something. I um You know, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's so much death in the world 
and a lot of it is unexplainable and uh, not necessarily unexplainable, um, inevitable. It's, you know, some people are terminally ill, um, you know, between accidents and, you know, some of those things are unavoidable, uh, unavoidable. But when it comes to something as if, as in, you know, eating right, and I, like it's, I, it fucking sounds like such a hypocrite. I've made the change, and I know, I know just because I've I've failed before. Don't stop trying. Um, you there there there's been a couple of times where. I was giving up, and and this, like I said, before I started this, you know, I I I was at that point. I was giving up. I, you know, I started the podcast in hopes to to keep me accountable, and it has. And not only has it keeping me accountable, I know. I feel like someone's always watching. I have certain people, all in different facets of my life um and it's not multiple you know it's not um you know a bunch of people but uh it's enough people to where they say oh i listen to the podcast and you know what i have to be true whatever i say here they can't i can't be fake i i get fucking called out you know so this helps keep me accountable and 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 make sure that you know like I said I'm, I'm always being watched. I know I got to make the and it's not it's not about feeling like I'm being watched, right? It's about being able to say, "Listen guys, I you have the if I have the strength to say no, I'm not going to eat that or no, I'm not going to, you know, Okay, so with the stevia thing, right? I had <laughs> right before I listened to that podcast, I probably bought three six packs. They were fucking on sale, and them cream sodas are the shit. They're the my favorite flavor. But I had bought three packs of those. Um, they were on sale for three ninety nine. That's a fucking steal. So I picked up the, you know the, the the last three they had. So as soon as I listened to the podcast, I'm like. Fuck, I just bought these damn things. And, I, you know, so I said, well, let me do this. I'm going to, a lot of people say you can't really, you know, stop doing everything at once. Because you, you know, it's it's a bit of a shock to the body. You know, especially when it comes to keto. A lot of guys are like, well, you know, either start doing the intermittent fasting first or... You know, start doing keto first or whatever. Try not to do them both. Uh, you know, it's really, it's really a shock. I did them both. Fuck it. I went all in. Fucking. And uh, it's helped. I don't know if it's helped. It's. I like it. It didn't. You know. Yeah, it sucked. It really did the beginning. And maybe, it would have been. It would have been a lot easier had I not done intermittent fasting along with starting keto at the same time. But now that I did. It's so much easier for me. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let me not do that with the stevia thing. 
I won't drink it in my coffee, but I'm going to finish these cans, you know. And it took me a weekend. So I listened, I, I know when it was, it was Thursday. So drank a couple on Friday and Sunday. Uh, Monday, I had one left. Uh, I'm sorry, Monday. Sunday night, uh, Sunday I had one left, and I, I took it while I was going to the airport to pick up my wife and daughter. And um, so, you know, during those time, during the, th- those days, I continued, you know, my coffees, no sweetener. I was just drinking the, the, the Zevias. And now we're in the Wednesday, and I'm good. Like, I kind of missed it. And it was see, and that was another thing. That was just another crutch, just like the the, the sweetener is the crutch for soda. You don't need fucking soda. Drink water. So yeah, now well, like I'm drinking water. I've you know my coffee. I have, I'm sorry. I'm, I picked it up. I'm doing two two bulletproof coffees a day. The second one of the day only has coconut oil, um, and instead of heavy cream. About half a cup of almond butter or almond butter, um, shit, almond milk, and just uh, a couple squirts of uh, not a couple squirts, probably about two tablespoons of uh, MCT oil. So, you got the you know, those two in the at night and in the afternoon, about two and a half in the morning, um. Yeah, that's what I do, and and because, like I said, because of that, I don't. The two coffees a day don't. I eat when I'm hungry, and and that's partly another thing. Like I don't need to make the lunches or anything, because, you know, if I want to go home, I make you know the fathead fucking pizza. Let me tell you, that has been a staple in my transition to keto. I probably do two of those a week. I think there's been a couple of weeks in there where I did three a week. Um, my and my go-to like lunch, you know, in a hurry is, is like Chipotle. So I do like the and I think I said this before, the salad, um, just chicken. I don't even do double chicken anymore. I used to always do double chicken. I just do chicken, um, the salad. No dressing because I don't really like it. Um, cheese, sour cream, two things of guac, boom. That's that's what I have there. And to be honest, I probably eat there about twice a week too. Um, and they're just because it's easy. When like I said, sometimes I don't know when I'm gonna get hungry. So when I do get hungry, I'm like, fuck it. Chipotle's right there. It's a five minute drive. I'll be back in the office in fifteen minutes. Let me do it. Um, so I challenge you, look, just look at what you're eating, right? Um, for those of you who, who have about to start keto or want to, um, let me tell you, first off, go to, um, subreddit, uh, keto on Reddit. And let me tell you, use that. I know I've said this before. Use that; it's it's a great resource. Um, 
especially looking the keto flu and what you can do to minimize that because that's going to be very helpful for you. But, you know, if you are doing well on your diet and um, I say look at it and see see what you think you're using as a crutch, a.k.a. the sweetener, you know. Um, and if you think you like, don't, don't do it. If you know, if it's going to cause you to fail and, and get out of ketosis or, or, or out of, you know, this way of eating, if it's going to cause you to cheat, don't fucking do it, you know, but challenge yourself, see how much, you know, I, and look, I don't like the cheat day mentality. It works for some people. That's fine. You know, if you say, oh, I'm going to do a cheat week, uh, uh, a meal. Listen, if that works for you, that works for you. But try to do one every two weeks. Or one every month. Get fucking crazy. You know, yeah, I, I know the idea of celebrating a, a victory or even just, you know, I want this because I've been doing this. Why? Wouldn't it taste so much better when you get to where you want to be? And that's, for me, that's what switched. Um, I think that, along with the whole vanity thing, um, just, you know, just looks, is what, what does it for me. And, um, I, I, you know, I want all of you to feel this because it's, once you do it and the very first time you feel it, you're, you're going to know that's why I felt like I suffered when I was suffering. It's because of this, when I felt like I was hungry and, um, you know, or, or pushing through a workout or, you know. This is why I did it. And and you feel that. You get that, that gratification of someone saying, I, you know, I admire the hard work you've put in. You know, I respect the, the, the hard work you've put in. Like, there's nothing to me, that feeling right there, psh, that feels fucking good. And I, you know, like I said, I really hope all of you guys get that. Because that's, man, when, once you feel it, like I said, you, you just know you're on the right path. And <clears throat> whether that takes another year, two years, five years, it doesn't matter. You've got that. You, you know, you're a different person. And it's... Definitely life-changing. So, thank you guys. That's the podcast. Remember, Friday, October 13th, the geese drop. Um, they are first come, first serve. Um, they will be, ooh, the store will be live 12 p.m. Eastern. So, if you're on the West Coast, 
It's nine o'clock in the morning for you guys. Or is it eight? Shit, this is four. Um. So I hope you guys uh, are excited about that. And I said thank you for the pot. Th- thank you for listening, downloading. Please help me out. Uh, and uh, throw some uh some reviews up there for me. Um, hopefully they're positive. But uh, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So thank you guys very much. And um. Uh, See you guys. Uh, hit you guys up next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fat Boy Podcast. Have a nice day.